What's up, my good peoples? Welcome to the Be Transformed podcast, where we're talking about ideas that stimulate wholesome thinking unto identity, purpose, vision, and action. I am James Anderson, and with me is Logan Eaton and our man back, way back, Kyle Antiman. My good bros, what's cracking? Hey there, James. <laughs> it's good to be back. Oh, man. It's good to be next to you. Glad you're back. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Just visited the Sunshine State. Yeah. The Sunshine State. Yeah. Is that Florida? They are the Sunshine? North Dakota, actually. Oh. South Dakota. (laughs) The Moon State. Yeah. What's going on down in Florida? Or what was going on? They do do Uh, oranges. Well, a lot of retirement going on down there. Mm. A lot of. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um. A lot of medicinal a lot marijuana. Of board. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of puppies. They got a oh. lot of puppies down there. Mm. I'm serious. What's yeah, with they, the puppies? I don't know. We passed about three places that sold puppies. Hmm. Puppies are us, basically. They have them down there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know. Must be a marijuana puppies and oranges re- and retired individuals and retired people. Yeah. What else could you want? I don't know. I guess it's <laughs> a good place to together. go. Yeah. <laughs> All boils together. I've seen it, man. You just get the orange, you pop the straw right in the orange, done. Really? Yeah, that's on the the orange juice container. Oh yeah. I thought that, that was, was just stuff. a hieroglyphic. <laughs> yeah, that's how the Indians did it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the directions on the <laughs> That's not the directions on the box. What? <laughs> So confusing. I tried it, but you tried the orange with the straw. Yeah, didn't work. Nah, I just keep on breaking the straws. Just kind of squeeze the orange. I just like to mash and just <sighs> squeeze them with your fist. Oh, yeah. stick them in the old bicep. Did, <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any good food down there? Did you find any? Yeah, there's some good seafood down there. Some cold. Co- oh, yeah. seafood. Got it right by the ocean. Yeah. What um, good restaurants down there? What in particular? Specifically, happy hour. Oh gosh, uh, some crab legs and stuff like that. Wow. Mm. Some uh, shrimp, scampi. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Catch yourself. Oh, it's uh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. It wasn't one of those restaurants. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> when there's a uh, fish, not mahi mahi, but something, some other kind of fish that's popular down there. Um, yeah. Ahu, ahu, wahi, Tilapia? Mm. No, not tilapia. Better than tilapia. Oh, oh. probably carp then. Pro- yeah, it's the carp. <laughs> carp AD. <laughs> the carp's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, is it, uh, speaking of carps, is mm. it uh, fishing season out there in the old river? Um, I believe it's uh, the, wa- the walleye run going on. Is that happening? Mm-hmm. Really, right now? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. They're running, huh? Yeah. thought it was until next month. No, I think they run until the end of March. Wow. Mm-hmm. thought it was Better a lot get out there. there. No, thanks. No. <laughs> there's a lot of, yeah, a lot there's of a lot of people water. out there. Yeah. Mm, there is some cold water. Yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if I could want to do that. We could get in the raft. I would do that. We well, I think I'd stand out there. You though. could try. There's a lot of boats out there, but you could try it out. Run, come just on. run right into them. Do it, yeah. Yeah, it's like packed. It's out there. like a lot of people like down there, yeah. Like it, it, lines oh, get tangled oh, up everywhere. Yeah. Or there's certain spots where well, there's, there's fish. There's certain spots that are more opened up than others. Um, but where people are, there tends to be the more fish. Mm. But there's fish all over the place, so it doesn't mean that there can't be fish. I don't know. Maybe we should check it out. Yeah, find know. a spot where nobody's at. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of lot of fish down there. Mm. I think, I think in, it uh, the end Florida or no, no Here. Maumee River, the Maumee. Yep. You getting the boat back out soon? Uh, I actually sold it. Oh wow! Yeah, or it sank. You sold pretty it pretty much close <laughs> to sinking. Yeah. Okay, gave it back to Bill, the owner. Yeah, yeah. Anything new in the looks or? Uh, possibly, but I haven't seen anything yet. That mm, was that sad? I mean, it was about to explode anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. So I'm glad, I'm glad really you could see that. that. So sometimes you got to take the good with the bad. It fellers. was a safety hazard. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a safety hazard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, sometimes you got to. 
you know. When you get escorted by the safety patrol. Oh, yeah. I shore. remember that, right? That was... Jay? Uh, oh, gosh. What was his name? Jay. 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 Officer or Lieutenant Jay or something? Coast Guard Jay. Yeah, they were really nice, weren't they? I had that <laughs> mustache were. back then. I feel like we should have got arrested that night. Yeah. <laughs> and thank gosh we didn't. He said, you look like thank some gosh. Um, football player, and I looked like uh, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> That's what all the holes in the I boat do were remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got on board, and they're like, uh, usually when we get on a boat like this, it's on fire, and, and people are drowning. Yeah. <laughs> Which means... We were doing, doing good. We're doing all right. Doing, this is <laughs> and we survived, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which means we're supposed to keep going. Do you guys have a boater's license? Uh, What's that? Is this receipt from the gas station account? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what, day, what month was that? I was like back in August. August. Was that August at time? July or August. Okay. The month of the kipper. Yeah. Yeah, it was when I... Okay. The yeah, old August, boat. Yeah. Lost it. Gave it back. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you got... Don't don't you have like an aluminum boat? little... Uh, yeah, but it's in Wisconsin now. Mm, it's a little bit... Bit of a journey to pick eight that out, baby Eight, nine up. hours away. Do you have a bronze boat? There's Maybe. No, I don't... Wonder if bronze would uh probably be too heavy, huh? For the mm. water, it's probably good at holding water, but not water holding it. No, it's buoyancy. Uh, buoyancy is out the way. Yeah. The buoyancy on it's kind of. What do the science books mean. say about buoyancy? Well, it depends on how you spell it. There's a couple know, different titanium <laughs> might be a little that, rough. Yeah, that might actually float so much, but it's not even <laughs> that on just the comes water. Right above, <laughs> yeah. right. You're actually not even on the surface, but that's titanium. I mean, that's just that's just dude. basic chemistry, dude. For real, I but mean, you're the boat guy. <laughs> I was. You got the bait uh, shot. You, I was. <laughs> I can't was. Can't be a man. boat guy without yeah. a boat. Yeah, I was. Can't be a king. Can't be a king without a kingdom. Yeah. How's the yoga going? Yo, hot yogurt. Oh my <laughs> gosh, hot yogurt. Gross. Yogurt. Good, good. It's it's been busy. I'm. I'm going to be a yoga teacher someday. Oh. Maybe I'll teach. We'll see what happens. Got this next weekend off, so it's a good, good, uh, good experience. Good. A lot of um, mm, mm. a lot of meditation. Oh, is it like do you have to take tests dogs. and courses and stuff? No, no, it's not that. It's not that serious. Yeah, mm. there's no certification or anything like that. It's just. Z- to th- teach, they usually like people to go through some kind of training. Right. But it's not like a n- registered. But hot yogas where they um, well, douse, douse you in lighter fluid, right? Yeah. And then yeah. light you on fire. <laughs> yeah. And that's supposed to help with the uh, joints and stuff. Joints. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Um, but, you sweat okay. though a lot. You can really yeah. you sweat. Well, I bet. If you're on fire, yeah. Keeps you warm. It's like goat yoga. I'd sweat if keeps I was on fire. Keeps you brewing. Keeps oh, you bet, brewing. Keeps you brewing. Yeah. Talk about an open flame. <laughs> so what do you, What do you guys been talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All kinds of things. A couple podcasts came out since I've been gone, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we did worked. You tune in while you were down there. I did. I didn't. No. Oh, oh, nice. Well, yeah, appreciate <laughs> appreciate <laughs> the support, Kyle. You idiot. Appreciate the support. But you, did Let's you f- you finished your job this week? Uh, the part-timer. Yeah. Bam. It's done. Trained that new one up and trained got, somebody new. Got oh. on out of there. Yeah. Trained Bam. someone? To, huh? You trained someone? I just showed them where like the mob was. <laughs> oh. That was it. <laughs> done. What uh where was this at? St. Julian's. Oh, okay. Fitness. Oh, you were, you're working yeah. there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, part-time at night. Sweet. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, but it's over now. Just too much other stuff going on. It's all over now. But, yeah, yeah, got somebody else in there. Boom. Free, more free time. Mm. Hopefully. Yeah. Cool, free time to fill with other stuff. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's good. Cool. It's good. Very nice. What about you? Mm. It's been up. What has been up? Yeah, no, nothing too crazy. Just keep jamming. Um, when, did I, when did I see you last Sunday? 
Jeez, that feels like yesterday. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that. Did you come to, do we have a group, reading group? Yeah. It was a good time. Reading group on Sunday night, 8 p.m., 8.30 p.m. Yeah, that was real good. Real good. Yep. Mm. Nothing new? No. Got to go wash some trucks tomorrow. Oh, it's Friday. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, this is the first time oh, starting wow. back up. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> my, I was like feeling my lower back just mixing up those buckets, just messing around with those buckets. I'm like, oh my god. Was there pretty, any left over from tight, last season? Huh? Oh, I bought some new stuff, but yeah. yeah well, I just movements that I haven't done for a while. Mm-hmm. This was it's supposed to be pretty nice tomorrow, isn't it? I don't know. It was going back Hopefully. and forth. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah. Oh my. Oh my. I said, so get, getting back on it tomorrow, huh? Getting back at it, yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Did you have to test everything out this year, this season? I haven't yet. I'll do it tomorrow. But yeah. No customization this year, though, right? It's no. Pretty much plug and play. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much ish. Ish kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Faux show. Cool. Sweet. So well, what are we talking tonight, about yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, we're talking let's about. Get in, let's get into it. Yeah, if you'd stop talking, we'd <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Gosh, could have been done a half hour ago. Yeah, uh, today we're talking about <laughs> the importance of remembering. Remembering. Remember the Titans. R e s b e c t. No, no, that's respect. No means to me. Sorry. <laughs> remembering. Okay. Remembering. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the importance of remembering. You know, this concept, right, where, you know, God speaks a promise or you got purpose and you got some vision and you get into it. And as you're in the journey, you know, sometimes it doesn't always look like you thought it was going to look or things don't happen as fast as you thought they were going to happen. And uh, what can happen is that you can run into these instances where you, you you kind of start focusing, you take your focus off what you're doing and you start looking at all the lack, like everything you don't have, everything you thought you should have but don't have or, you know, what you should have accomplished or whatever, you know. And as you kind of start to look at this lack, you really start to get kind of discouraged and you kind of get into this tunnel vision of like, you kind of forget why you were doing what you're doing. You forget where you're going and you just really kind of just get into this uh, discouraged mentality. But yeah, have you guys ever, you guys can relate to that at all? Logan? Yeah. You can relate to it? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yes, that's my name. (laughs) (laughs) Are you asking? Yeah. Or are you dancing? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I can I yeah. can I can touch on it. Um Yeah, I think it's 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 easy to um I don't know, just yeah, have a vision, start to work it out, start to believe the right things, but then um I don't know, I, I think for the biggest thing for me was realizing getting into it like what what it's actually gonna take. Mm. And then having to overcome that um just having to overcome that. Like what, what does it actually look like? Like it's, it's easy, I think to get a vision and, 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 and kind of work some of it out and say, this is where I'm going. But then when you start to get into, okay, what practically needs done to get to this destination or to, to keep moving forward, what, what's, what's practically needing to be done daily or weekly or monthly and the things that you need to maybe, uh, or the people you need to talk to or the things you got to write, the things you got to read, the research you got to do or whatever. It's just like, okay, that stuff starts to get really real and it's easy to just be like, yeah, I don't know about this anymore. Mm. Mm. And you got to just kind of re kind of, I don't know, revisit why you're there. And, and I think that's what, I think that's what weeds out though, the other stuff that's really not your vision. Like when you're getting into things or, mm. Like uh, I don't know, maybe studying something in school, and you, you realize like, okay, this is going to take this subject or whatever I want to major in, whatever is going to take a lot of stuff I don't want to do. So it just I think that is a process that weeds out what's really true inside mm-hmm. of you. When you when you realize what it's it's what's going to start to take, do you can you keep going? Do you keep do you decide to keep going? Um, but yeah, I know I've noticed that that is something that 
um, has caused discouragement, caused the, the tunnel vision to be like, um, even like, you know, I don't know, even like focusing so much, like getting, getting discouraged, but knowing this is what you want to do. So you even get more, you try to even get more into it and more focused, which can even lead to, I don't know, um, maybe even, even more discouragement because then you're, you, you're, you're trying so, uh, I don't know, you're so intent on just, it's almost like you're trying to, um, I don't know, I guess what I'm trying to say is just like, if you get to that point, just take it easy. Just, I mean, not, not, don't take your foot off the gas, but like, don't get, don't get anxious or worried about stuff, you know, just mm-hmm. continue to continue to be like, okay, what's practical that I need done. And then just making sure that, or just, just being, um, diligent in getting those things done just don't make it like this thing that's got to be this you got to beat yourself up over maybe mm. something like that like it's just easy to do that when you're discouraged it's also easy to drop out so it's, it's so it's like i don't know that stuff i guess tests what refines what you're what you really want so do you really want this mm. that's yeah. just that's just that's my huge. experience no that. that's huge yeah, what do you think, Kyle? Hey, Logan. <laughs> That's good. You're welcome. So, <laughs> so polite. So, re- like, remembering the vision well, and the purpose? Yeah, well, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, can you relate to just, like, having yeah. having some purpose, having some vision, and then sure. it just taking a little bit longer, and then you go, oh, my gosh. Yeah. What's, what, what, what is that? What is even happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to get mm. uh, complacent. Yeah, complacent, you know? Mm. It's like, uh, you know starting a new workout routine you get the vision of like the you know 10 pounds lighter or 15 pounds lighter or you know maybe bigger biceps or maybe a four pack or whatever <laughs> you know whatever and you're like oh yeah and you do it you go gung-ho it. and you're doing yeah. it for a week two weeks you might even do it for a month and maybe six days and then you go yeah <laughs> and then you don't see the results and you're like mm. oh man and then it's very easy to yeah. get i mean, this just that's came true. to my head but it's very easy to get discouraged that's totally true yeah or like running a race um you start out real gung-ho you know you start out real fast and then you're like walking midway and it's it's it is and so if we're talking about you know vision and like purpose i kind of equate those to them i think you know hebrews talks about you know running the race Mm. um and uh i feel like that definitely sometimes um uh, i felt like that the last like couple weeks like whoa like i god give me some strength to keep keep going Mm. we talked about you know feelings aren't facts Mm. like not listening to those um feelings of I'm inadequate or I'm too tired to do this or I don't have the resources like just kind of pushing through that. So, yeah, definitely. I've I felt that and that's when I kind of pray and kind of regroup mm. and refocus on some things mm. and not. Uh, try not to get discouraged, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking about um the Israelites, mm-hmm. you know, and just this concept of how like you can see it with them and then you can easily relate to it, but just like how easy it is to get lost. Yeah. Like where you're, you're going, but like you say, you know, you're not getting the results you thought you're getting, or it's just like, you, you just kind of like you're talking about, it's like, it really tests your resolve, right? This, mm, yeah. is, this is where perseverance comes in, but it's like, what happens though is, is that when you start, hanging out and you, you, you take your focus on what you're doing and you're just kind of cultivating like lack, like you're only seeing lack. You're just not, you're seeing what's not there, what should be there, but how come that's not there? I'm not doing sure. enough. I can't figure it out. You know, and you, you can get into this discouragement and what happens in discouragement is like it's tunnel vision. So it's like, it becomes really hard to remember. And so kind of looking at the Israelites, uh, this is just like a real clear depiction of this reality. So the Israelites in Exodus are coming out of Egypt, right? So then uh, they pass through the Red Sea, and then it's a three-day journey to this first watering hole, and uh, they get there, and the water is uh, bitter. They can't even drink it. Mm -hmm. And so the people freak out. I mean, you have these these people, right, who you got like babies, you know, kids, teenagers, adults, older adults, 
Real old adults. <laughs> Senior citizens. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you got you have all the livestock. And it's like and it's been a bit of a whirlwind, like coming out of Egypt. That's a real thing. Like it was. And it's just like you think about like they, I mean, you had to assume that they would have brought like jars of water and stuff, but mm-hmm. they didn't have any for the animals probably. And maybe they're running out, whatever. But it's just like, you know, day one, you know, after passing through the Red Sea, you know, no water. So day two, you get up, you keep walking, no water. Yeah. Day three, you get up, you know, you got no water. You're like, oh, what are we even doing here? Like, what is even happening? Like what, you know, they just left everything that they once knew and they're, going out here but at the same point like the reason why they left is because this was the promise this was the promise that god made to abraham 430 years like earlier moses came you know and and through moses god did all these crazy signs and wonders right and like there was like 10 of them i think and then after that you know pharaoh let him go so not only that but then god told moses say hey tell the israelites to go to their Egyptian neighbors and ask them for clothes, jewelry, and gold. And they gave it to them. And so in doing so, Israel totally looted Egypt. So so here's Israel, right? They're, they're coming out of being slaves, being oppressed by these crazy wonders. They just looted uh, the Egyptians. And then they get down to the Red Sea, right? And then Pharaoh's army comes. And so this whole time, they're following this like pillar of cloud. And at night, it's like a pillar of fire. And so they've got this crazy visible sign that they're following. They've just seen all these crazy things. Okay, so now that here comes the army, right? The Red Sea parts, they go through it. The army tries to go through it. Red Sea crashes, kills the entire army. All right, so here we are on the other side of the Red Sea. We just saw some crazy things. It was scary. It was confusing. We're like, oh my gosh, we got to die. And then you get through the, you get through the Red Sea, and now you go through this three-day journey without any water. Mm-hmm. Well, by that third day when they finally got to the water, they freaked out on Moses because they're like, dude, there's no water to drink. What are we going to do? You know, what's happening? And God tells Moses, like, oh, hey, man, just grab that stick and chuck it in the water. One stick into a giant thing of water turned the bitter water into sweet water. I mean, the God who just turned, like, water into blood who parted a red sea who is literally in this pillar of cloud leading them right they're freaking out what do we do what do we do and bam just chuck a stick in the water like, yeah yeah like nobody panic they didn't sweet water mm. they're freaking out they were freaking out after th- three days and then they ran into some like bitter water yeah yeah, but then this this was kind of like the mentality they kept. Like so a pattern that you follow and execute with repetition becomes a habit. So every time so like 15 days later or so, like they were hungry, they had no food. So everybody freaked out. Well then God brought them quail and manna. And then later on they freak out and they freak out and like they freak out and they say they say why did you take us out of Egypt to bring us into the wilderness to die? There, at least, we had food. You know, we had bread. We're so sick of this manna. Like, they just, they continued to cultivate this mentality of lack and of suck. Because it's like, what would happen is that they would go through a time where, you know, they would think about what they once had and think about what they don't have. And that's the only thing they would think about. Right. So this is that perspective of when you kind of get into that tunnel vision of this sucks. This isn't quite what I thought it was. You know, this is this is a little harder. It's taking more efforts, taking more time. You know what the heck is happening? And you get into this tunnel vision and this is all you see, because what they forgot was that God was taking them to the promised land. Right. This was a land where they were going to be free. This was a land flowing with milk and honey. This was a land of epic abundance. They were going somewhere. But all they could remember when when they were in the lack, all they could remember is their past, what their past experiences. They, They didn't have they couldn't see the vision. They couldn't envision what was ahead. They just kept going to the past. And so because of that, they cultivated this mentality of like every time we're without God's trying to kill us. Like that was the mentality they cultivated to the point that it got them disqualified to getting into the promised land. Cause finally they got to the promised land Mm -hmm. 
sent spies in for 40 days. The guys come back. They're like, dude, everything God said was true. But the people are freaking huge. Like it's impossible. I mean, it took two people to carry one cluster of grapes back. Like it was just so full of abundance, Mm -hmm. but they were just, they were afraid of the people. And it's just, it's really easy though to like focus on the negative. It's super easy to get caught up in, you know, what's not there instead of like remembering what is or where you're going and what you're doing. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I, I think, uh, um, I don't know if it doesn't, I don't think it touches on this, but, uh, in the, in those, um, verses in those books, but, um, like the, like Satan had to be around there, uh, knowing that, that these people were God's chosen people and heading to a land that was going to produce abundance and good fruit, not, not just, um, plans and stuff but like the people would 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 prosper so i feel like that if uh um one way that i think the enemy or satan wants to um or one way he can he can win is just to make you forget about who you really are or what's what's really been done so making you just kind of forget those those things and and just cause a lack of belief in yourself belief in god belief in you know what's been done what's being done just just that confusion of um i don't know if there's a way that you know cuz cuz the, the the israelites were seeing all these great things satan could have showed them some really bad things but they you know that uh, who knows if that would have you know what that would have done but uh, instead it's just almost like the tactic that the enemy was using was just confusing and so it's just still i think still relevant today that so there's there's a power out there trying to confuse you make you forget who you are um forget about what's been done, what's being done, what is to be done. Mm. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I think, uh, um, it's easy just to, to get anxious and let anxiety run your life mm. when you don't know. Cause just because you don't know, you don't know something or you can't see what's going to, what's going to happen mm. quite clearly. Yeah. Um, that's that's so it's it's almost like a mindset that you just need to have to just be like, um, I I don't know, almost like step outside of yourself. I think remembering, like you said, who you really are is is extremely important. I think that kind of takes, takes away some of the sting of the anxiety, which is just remembering who you are, but then having the mindset to be like, I I don't really care that I don't know all everything Mm. right now yeah i'm still going to keep doing this so i think that's an important mindset that it's hard to have to just say i don't really care what you know what it what it exactly looks like right i don't really care if i don't know exactly what it looks like. i'm still going to keep moving ahead and then just letting letting that peace just kind of settle in and be Mm. okay with that i don't know because i was getting i was getting anxious today just just because work was work was um like I, I was going to end at a certain time today, but it just kept going. Mm. Just like calls, text messages, all this stuff just kept running into time. That I didn't want to, I was going to cut it off at a certain time and just go do other things. But um, so that kind of just fed into like, okay, now I'm losing time to read. I'm losing time to work on the vision. I'm, I'm losing time to be at the gym. Just stuff that was other, other things that were high on my priority list. And it caused anxiety. I started to like realize in my head, like I'm literally letting this, control me Mm. I this worry and I'm forgetting about I'm forgetting about my God I'm forgetting about who I am and and you know who who God made me to be and I'm letting this stuff cause this almost like sickness inside Mm. of me which which I think worry is it's just just starts to take over and so yeah I I can I don't know I can really relate to that but it's like you gotta or I have to we have to get that mindset of like I don't really care Mm. that (laughs) <laughs> you know, just not these things that are trivial, these things that are trying to confuse you. It's it's almost just having this mindset of just stepping outside yourself and saying, I, I don't really care about these things right now. Not that these things are, you know, not, not saying that about the important things, the things you're going to, but like these things that are trying to confuse you or these trivial things. Like if I call this guy back tomorrow, it's not going to be the end of the world. If I don't get back to this person right now, it's not going to be the end of the world. So just stepping outside and just having that mindset of I... I don't care if I don't know what it looks like right now. 
I don't know. It's just, it's just no, me. no. Cause that's, that's, that's like making a decision beyond your emotional state. Yeah. Like where all your emotion in you wants to like freak out or focus on this or, you know, why, you know, why, how come like I, you know, you just hold on to the fact that you don't have an answer to a question, but like you're talking about, you're like, I don't care because, yeah. because that's, that's, that's faith, right? That's where it's, that's where you start to take experience into account. You'd be like, all right, well the Israelites ran in, you know, maybe for three days they thought maybe, I don't, maybe we're not going to find water, you know, maybe we are going to, you know, it's like, but it's like, so the mentality that you should create is like you use your past experiences. So, all right, three days, we don't have water. They freak out. All right, that's one thing. Okay, well, then 15 days later, they freaked out. Okay, and then there was another one where they freaked out again about water. It's like at some point, the goal is is to use your past experience to make better decisions. So just like you're talking about, well, it's like, okay, well, I've been in a situation where I, I was confused and where it was hazy. I wasn't really sure what was next, I, you know, but all I know is that if I hang out in this, I'm going to get swept up into emotional downward spiral where eventually I'm just going to get over it and get back into vision and purpose. So instead of going down that emotional downward spiral, I'm just going to keep moving. Like I'm, I'm going to let go of the fact that I don't have an answer. I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm just going to keep doing and focus on that instead of mm. getting into this mm. suck. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Man. Mm. So yeah, they, they, uh, got to got to the promised land and uh saw these like big bigger mm. carrying back some big grapes you're saying a lot of a lot did of see lot, some big grapes a lot of big grapes out there yeah. so they're like grape. wow mm. so i'm like getting this mental image of them all like griping and moaning and then they like you know step over and it's like this transition where they see it and they're like oh you know here we were just all up in our heads about that uh, this is never going to end, and then it, then it kind of, it happens. So yeah, like you said, having that faith, like learning, l- looking at the past, but then also having the faith, like, okay, these things have been handled, and it might seem scary, it might seem daunting, but we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep on marching on, and um, not fall victim to like the lies that. Um, that this isn't going to come to an end or that this isn't going to bear some kind of fruit, you know, cause it obviously did, but just that impatience was, Oh, we want it. You know, we want mm. it now. And it's like, okay, well they got it, but it's just, that can be a real trigger too. that impatience to just keep going with the flow. Even when you feel discouraged from it. That, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, it's all like, I just stuff I was talking about just myself, just kind of talking to myself is like, I brought all that stuff on by my, no, nothing was like putting that stuff, that worry, that anxiety on. I was creating it in my head and Mm -hmm. then feeding it and feeding it and feeding it until it was just to a point where it's like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Where am I at? And it's just having to just, I don't know. So how did you, how did you step out of that? Um, just kind of said, well, you recognized it. Yeah, I just trying to tried to tried to stay on uh, what I had planned beforehand. So like going to that. So I wanted to go to the gym. So trying to just, I didn't feel like going after all this stuff and all this, you know, all this anxiety was starting to happen. And like, okay, there's still work to be done. All this stuff. I didn't get a chance to do the stuff, the other stuff that was on the priority list. Mm -hmm. But it was like, okay, I'm still gonna go just move around, just move my body for a little bit, Mm -hmm. just to try to get it off you know just just to let i don't know i think it just exercise was 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 healthy talking to people i think mm-hmm. was definitely healthy like instead of just st- sitting in my own head mm-hmm. there's a talking to people at the gym just helped to just uh, start alleviate that and then just then just yeah like being conscious of what you're doing like realizing that you're you're spiraling out of control and then just trying to pump the brakes mm-hmm. but yeah gotcha. yeah yeah because like you said <coughs> you're like you come to a point where you're like, forget it. Like, I don't care. Yeah. What I don't we, care. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. I don't care that I can't see. Yeah. It's like a big sandstorm. I'm still going. Right. Yeah. The stop, recognize. And employ. Employ. Recognize, stop, employ one. Yeah. Whichever way that is. Yeah. Recognize it. That's the first step. 
right? Because you, like you said, you said you recognized that you were. I was creating. This yeah, you thought about disaster. It. So you right, right? You saw. <laughs> you were able to see what was happening. Why are you thinking and why are you feeling like you're feeling? So recognizing step number one. Two is then to stop because, like, if you if you don't stop, you'll just continue to go down that cycle. So you got to stop, and then you employ the kingdom mindset, which is like you do, you know, you start you remember the truth and then you get in like you, like you did, you get into reality, which means you have to get out of your head. So you literally went outside to the gym where there was people started moving around, focusing on other things, talking to other people. And it got you out of right. your head. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's done. Champion. It See, sucked there for a second. It, yeah. Well, shoot. Honest. yesterday, that was yesterday. I was starting to look at some stuff and I was, I was, dude, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, is what I'm doing even matter? Like, is it, you know, I was just, I was just, I was seeing what wasn't there, sure, but what I thought should be there. And so I started to get discouraged. And then I started to think about that daily cultivation. I wrote that very morning, which was remember. And I was like, huh. This is very applicable right now because because I like I, because I got into it uh, into like the focusing on what wasn't there, but then and I but then I could start feeling it because the emotion of discouragement was just starting to rise up, and then I had the I, I had remembered what I was thinking about that that morning, and so. I quickly jumped on to remembering Mm -hmm. and yeah. And I was just, I was just thinking about commitment. I was just thinking about how commitment isn't contingent on the circumstances. It's not contingent on like what you have accomplished or haven't how it, it it might not look like you thought it was going to look, but commitment is not contingent on that. And neither is the promise of God. Neither is, is the purpose or vision that you have in God. It's not contingent on the circumstances. It doesn't matter what it looks like, which is crazy. Cause sometimes if you look at it too long, you can look like, how is this here possible? But shoot. Yeah. And you know, you, you said it, you talking about getting in patience and in numbers, um, the Israelites, they have this one where, you know, they, they, uh, <laughs> they were getting, it literally said they were getting impatient uh-huh. and they were getting, they were tired of eating manna. They're like, mm-hmm. I want bread. Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us in the wilderness? And we're so tired of eating this miserable food. Mm-hmm. Like we want bread. Mm-hmm. Well, God's response to that was he sent a bunch of snakes that started killing a bunch of people. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, that was, that was the... <laughs> oh, man. But you just think like he was, they were like yelling at Moses. They're just like, we're so done with this miserable food. And I was just laughing. I was like, man. Dude, it's possible to be there. But it's like so, but the important thing yeah. was that they said that they got impatient, which means like they said, We're tired of eating this food. We want the bread that we had back in Egypt, right? Like at least we knew what we had back there. We at least we had food. We had pots full of meat. So it's like they were just picturing what they didn't have and what they once had. Right. Because they got they 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 crossed the sea, right? In, in faith, they walked across the sea into this new journey of life and division and purpose, right? Mm-hmm. In abundance. But it's like the journey was long and they kept cultivating lack and sure. they kept thinking about what their past. Like when all you have is what, when all you think about is what you don't have and in your past, that sucks. Like that, that's, that's a cycle of suck. That's discouragement. That's what would cause you to lash out at people and freak out and say, we're so done with this miserable food mm-hmm. that just freaking appears every morning sure. by sure. God. Yeah. And you're following this cloud still, you still have these things. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like you cultivate when you start thinking about, you focus on what you don't have and what you wish you had or what you once had. What happens though is you totally forget why you're doing what you're doing, right? And so this this kind of like 
there was this um, book I read. It was this guy who was an ex-Navy SEAL called David Rutherford. And um, I think the book was like Forging Self-Confidence or something. Well, anyways, in the book, he's talking about, he, you know, he shares these different stories about what it took to uh, become a Navy SEAL. And one of the things they did every day was get cold, wet, and sandy. So they were in California mm-hmm. and uh, the Pacific Ocean, it's like 60 degrees or whatever. And I think, I don't know when training starts. I think it might be in the fall or winter or who knows. But anyways... It's cold, cold water. Mm-hmm. So anyway, every every morning you go and you boots, pants, shirts, you go jump in to the water. Then you come back on land, lay down and do what's called a sugar cookie, which is where you 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 grab the sand and throw it all over you. I'm talking about face, yeah. head, going down your neck. It's all over your body, everywhere. Sugar cookie. <sighs> now you are ready to run four miles. Now you are ready to do the obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Which is nuts, right? Because if you've ever been in salt water, salt water alone, right? When the water evaporates off your clothes, the salt crystals are left, which causes uh, friction, abrasion, mm-hmm. right? Now you throw sand in the mix, <laughs> all right? You're picturing some decent chafage. Mm-hmm. It's like a blender. Yeah. And, yeah, right. So cold, wet, and sandy, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, being cold is one thing, and then adding wet, on top of that is a whole nother layer of crazy. And then the abrasion of just sand all over you, sand and salt. So, but it's like, you think about this, right? Because, because you, you have two options. One is that you dial it in, right? You get focused on the task and you forget about your environment, right? Because if, if you can, if you can complete your task, regardless of the environment, then you can succeed. Right. So one option is to focus on what it is you're after and do it regardless, like overlook, forget about how it feels and get so focused on what you're doing that just nothing else matters. Or two, think about the pain, picture the pain. It's cold. It's wet. This sucks. Cultivate quitting and then quit. Like those are kind of like your two options. And the whole point is it's, exactly what you were talking about where it's like it tests your resolve where it's like all right we it's the the only people that they want are the people who won't quit who will just who will push through and then get it done not just push through but they'll get it done and the people who just want to who who whatever i'm not trying to say it's not a crazy situation but like the people who just when you when you start focusing on the pain and it's like a six-month ordeal Mm -hmm. so i mean you think about like maybe the first day, couple days, maybe you're pumped, you know, you you just got there, but like here, you, then you have sure. these guys who are yelling at you, telling you to quit. Like you suck, like go home, you suck, you quit. Like it's, I mean, this is like, you could picture the spiritual reality like in this, like these guys are hammering them, telling them to do all these things. And the whole thing is like, just quit, man. You could get a hot shower, warm meal, you know, just quit, just quit, just quit. And it's like, in horrendous physical conditions, mental conditions, and you just you just gotta get after it. Mm. And it's just that concept of Jan, just focus on what you're after and why you're after it. And in, in a situation like this, you just you cannot afford to let go mm-hmm. of of the hope, of purpose, of vision. You can't afford to let it go. What do you guys think about getting cold, wet, and sandy? Mm. Be hungry for a sugar cookie. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, they knew. Um, well, I that's a makes me, you know, as you wake up in the morning and it's like you know you're tired and you know it's gonna be the same routine and excuses galore in your head on, oh, you know, why am I doing this? Blah 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 blah. At least I do, and you know, you just gotta. You get on your phone and you scroll on Facebook, whatever, and you see all like pictures and just, <laughs> you know, like you just, the, I don't know. I just, the, in the morning, I can have a lot of negative like, pictures of people doing other stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, you know, yeah. like, or just all, just filling can really fill that, um, that tank of, um, comparison or, 
trying to get the motivation to to just get up and do it and um you know i i was thinking you know it's one of those things like that nike just you know just just do it you know get put the cell phone away um you know get up and and have a that morning routine which i found is really important you know spend an hour of meditation um reading some devotional things and 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 pushing again pushing through the feeling tired and then on top of that you have the you know all the stuff on top of that that can just add to that added pressure of not wanting to do it but um yeah and then you, you get to work or whatever your your thing is that is you're doing at the time and and that you get busy and you get out of your head you do the behaviors that get you out of there and generally then you get away from that and realize why you're on that you know I think the biggest thing is like the gym you know just getting there is the biggest thing and sometimes we just gotta suit up and show up and get our butts get our butts going to make it happen whatever you know whether you're working or not working or whatever you define as um being productive it's just a matter of putting that footwork into it that initial footwork to to keep going Mm. but yeah i give those guys mad props that those geez i mean that would be and and you could think about it you're going in there with a plan to become a navy seal you're going in there with i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and how much pain and and stuff that's got to take to really kick you off and everything like that so yeah yeah just i mean i'm glad you said that because it just makes me focus on okay keep the keep on going despite that and i think that's where accountability and having um, supportive people and being reminded of this is really important yeah absolutely hey logan you ever get like i was gonna ask you ever get like anxious or discouraged and you just like talk to yourself for like five minutes yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. It's like for fifteen minutes. Fifteen. Today. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just like, hey, yeah. it's gonna be all right. Like, yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Like, stop being a little b-word. Yeah. Yeah. We should, yeah. 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 Stop being cool. a little beach ball. Yeah. Oh, worked out. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think that's what. I that mean, and you work out. Sorry to interrupt, but you work out four or five days a week, right? I mean, you go yeah. to the gym. You got yeah. like and a five pack, right? That's a big <laughs> commitment of yours, right? <laughs> So something's under there. So very, and you've been doing that. You've been doing that for a while. And yeah, and sometimes yeah. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes like yeah. Today I I literally felt like just driving by, mm-hmm. and then just going back. But you feel better after you do it. Mm. Yeah, it's just, actually yeah. you got a little part time gig working there by showing your five pack off. Didn't you? <laughs> just just janitorial staff. That's all right. But move those mops. So yeah. But yeah, that's what I thought about when I heard that it was like, okay, um, not that it's like you your life has to be like that, cold, wet, and sandy. I mean, we're not trained to be Navy SEALs, but in all reality, it's like, yeah, quit being a little B-word when you yeah, wake up. Yeah, quit and being a little beach ball. You know, like a pot of chili, boys. It's, it's <laughs> you know, It just doesn't taste as good as the fourth or fifth day, you know? Well, maybe the second or third day. You gotta pr- <laughs> it takes patience to get those that those beans and meat. <laughs> to kind of settle in. You mean yeah. it does taste better on the third day? It tastes better on the third day. Yeah, right, right. It tastes better on the third day, you know? It's just got to soak a little yeah, bit. It's got to soak. A lot yeah. of things take patience. Mm. Really, like, think about it. Like, a, whatever, you know, a f- quote, fine wine or whatever, or uh, aged mm-hmm. cheese from under, you know? <laughs> 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 it takes a while, man. It does take a while. And, more, and they're more expensive. They're, 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 think about it, like a diamond or something. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just going off on a tangent, but just right. things I'm thinking about how patience can really be developed that patience and persistence can really develop that character. Mm. Yeah. Anything great has to, anything great is always preceded by a challenge or a problem that needs solved. Right. And I just think that, that uh Navy SEAL story was like, these guys are no different than just normal normal guys so it's just a testament to how far the human mind can can be focused and dialed in on something and if Before you're like it explodes yeah if we're yeah so 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 i'm sitting here worried about oh man i, I didn't want to work this late tonight yeah. i didn't want to mm-hmm. look this way when it's like yeah okay i'm i'm really being a i'm really being a little um 
a couple wor- a couple words that I could say but shouldn't say. Um, <laughs> and and so yeah, I just that's just what I think about. It's like it's like <clears throat> it's like give up or get up, shut up or show up. Yeah, yeah. shut up and show up. And the thing, you have a lot options. of good things. You know, you have your bicycle that you can get to work <laughs> on. You know, yeah. you have place to to live. I have a pan, a frying pan. You have pan. a frying pan. You have. It's all you need. Some milk, oh, you know, you had some food. Yeah. So you're pretty well taken care of. Plumbing. Know? Plumbing, yeah. It's all standard. Yeah. But, so. but yeah, I just think, yeah, look at yourself and, and take a take a good gander at your insides. And uh, yeah, but I like that story. Yeah. 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 I think it's interesting because, I mean, like, you know, like, because kind of like we've been talking about, but like that you were talking about like being complacent, like a man that's lethargic and thinking and hoping dreaming. But yeah, but just in the journey, it does take patience, which is interesting because sometimes it's like you kind of think it should just be instant, which is interesting because there's nothing really in life that becomes like instant. Everything's got a process. It's no meal. But even that has a process. <laughs> it's quicker. It's, be heated. it's quicker, but it's not as good, is it? I, I mean, I like, I just put a bunch of sugar in it, so yeah. I don't know. What you're <laughs> about. Get the flavored ones. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 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 So Moses in Deuteronomy. So, yeah. So, anyways, Moses in Deuteronomy, he's getting all of Deuteronomy is Moses' farewell speech. And so this is the the first pe- the first round of Israelites who went to the promised land got disqualified because they they were like, they're like, oh, you know, the people are too big. We can't do it. So God's like, fine, forget it. You guys aren't going. So you're going to wander around in the desert for 40 years. And then your kids who are 20 and younger are going to be able to go in. So this is the next round. So all Deuteronomy, Moses is like, holy freak, you're about to go into the promised land where it's going to be epic. But whatever you do, don't forget about God, right? Don't go making idols. Don't go, you know, he's like, and in this one, I think it's uh, Deuteronomy 6 in verse 4, he's, he's, he's like, look, man, the Lord God, he is our God, and he is the only God. He said, so love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. He said, whether, whether you go out or you come in, talk about this. You know, when you wake up and when you go down, talk about this. With your kids, talk about this. He says, write it on a band and put it on your wrist. Write it down and put it on your forehead. He says, <laughs> write it on your doorpost. Write it on your front gate. He's like, do not forget this. And I just, it's just this, this concept, right? Of, cause he's just talking about how like, look, man, it's going to be good. It's going to be epic. You know, you're going to have this abundance. You're going to have more than you need. You're going to have, your stomachs are going to be full and it's going to be wonderful, but just don't forget that it was God who gave it to you. He's like, well, and then, you know, then maybe some of you would say, well, it was my strength that, that provided this, right? Cause you did the work, cultivate it. He says, yeah, but don't forget that it was the Lord God who gave you the ability to create wealth and to achieve these things. And so I think Moses, one, I think he was just out of every fiber of his being. He was like, wanted to help these people succeed and not to forget. Even though God was like, look, man, these people are going to (laughs) forget. And, uh, yeah. So anyways, but he, but, but he was like, all right, man. So just don't stop talking about it. Talk about it with everybody. Like, talk about it, you know, and he's talking about loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might, man, which is what our purpose and vision is about. It's about the kingdom, man. What we're after is about the kingdom. So he says, keep talking about it. Don't, you know, this is this goes back into all day, I keep it cultivated, right? They're like, don't let the law depart from your lips, right? Continue so that you're able, so that you remember to do everything that it says to do. And therefore you will prosper in everything you do. It's just like this continual, you know, the one who meditates on the law day and night is like a tree planted by streams of water. So in the same way, he's just like, Hey man, just don't stop talking about it. Right. Then write it down on your wrist. Talk about it with your kids, put it on your forehead. I don't know if they had mirrors back then, but you know, it's like, or at least so the person you're talking to can see it, you know, sticky notes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
just freaking write it on your door, like everywhere you go. Because what happens, right, is so if you get into the discouragement, right, you, you, you start focusing on the lack, mm-hmm. it gets real hard to remember, like, the purpose and the vision, right? You start getting discouraged. And you just go, oh, my gosh, this is, t-, you know, like, you know, like, okay. Like, you could embrace the, the whining, yeah right but it's so it's like sometimes it becomes hard to see and it becomes hard to remember because the only thing you're focusing on and you're lasered in on it is lack you're only focused on what you don't see so if you have these reminders up you know everywhere you put it on your phone i mean it said somebody said some study said that most people pick up their phone 400 times a day so if if you put something on your home screen or on your phone, right? Like where you use an established habit, like somewhere where you, you continue to show up. What is going on? Four times a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know who they tested, but it's probably Logan. It's probably like, a, <laughs> I look at my phone like four times a day. If four thousand times car phone. Huh? It's because it's one of those old fashioned <laughs> car phones. It's a car phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the other one is. It needs plugged into the wall. One of those foam cup it. phones that you think is a real phone. It's got a 16 foot cord on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a, re- put a reminder. Yeah. Put a reminder. Yeah. Like wherever you go. Like, so I use my whiteboard um, and I, to kind of process and get just start getting ideas out there. And it's like on that whiteboard, I have like different sayings all around it that you know talk about like hey don't think about dragging your feet this is a year of to produce so produce things you know be persistent and consistent right like whatever god called you to do he gave you the ability to do like all those things are on there so that when i'm working on these things i look at those and i'm like oh yep oh yep it just reinforces confidence it reinforces motivation it reinforces perseverance it reinforces like when i start thinking oh maybe this one's maybe this one thing that i'm doing maybe it's not that important and i look back at the board i'm like oh crap that is important you know because it goes back to commitment isn't contingent based upon how many views you're getting or just the circumstances or the situations your commitment isn't doesn't freaking care (laughs) what it feels like today right Commitment is that regardless of what it feels today, I'm going to keep jamming. And every day after that, I'm going to keep jamming. And it's just like, you know, you think about the getting cold, wet and sandy where it's like you got to get into the motivation like you're talking about, about just the gym where like, I don't really want to go. But it's like you think about these guys, you think about getting cold, wet and sandy was I could whine about this. I could whine about how I'm tired, how I'm hungry, how this, how that. Or I could just shut the freak up, get up and get out and get into it. And it's like, that's how you push through kind of that emotional haze of discouragement. Cause that's, it's an illusion. It's a trap is what it is. And you don't want to cultivate this mentality because the people, the Israelites who had the straight up physical, like visual manifestation of God, like forgot. When Moses was up on the mountain the first time for 40 days and 40 nights, when he went up there, the freaking, it would look like it was a blaze and fire. But so while he's gone, everybody's like, ah, oh, we don't know if Moses is ever coming back. Aaron, why don't you make us a, a freaking <laughs> idol? Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, give me all your rings and we'll just carve you up a cow. And they're like, oh, look, this cow's the one who brought you out of Egypt. It's like, what? <laughs> that one's kind of out there. Mm-hmm. Because the mountain is still right. You could see the mountain. Like that one is kind of out there for me. But whatever. They just went back to what was normal, which was like, just make something and that can be your God. It's just like, it's easy to kind of fall back into complacency or fall back into the old pattern of thinking and feeling and acting, fall back to the pattern of this world. But it's like, no, I don't care. F this. Quit being a little beach ball. Get sandy. Get wet. And get freaking into it. But whatever you do, freaking remember, remember the promise, because the promise, when God, when God says something, he means it, right? He's not a man that he should lie. So it's like, sometimes it's like the things that God say, sometimes they're in the forefront of your mind, like you're thinking about it, you get jacked up, you get pumped, right? Like you're like, freak, this is like amazing. And then maybe the next day, it's in the back of your mind, <laughs> and you got different things going on and different emotions. Well, 
whether that thought is in the back of your mind or the front of your mind, it doesn't change the fact that God said it. And so what God said is for reals and for true. And so as we continue to cultivate hope, we cultivate vision and purpose, and we continue with repetition to hold on to these things. See, if you put these things, these reminders, right, a verse, a promise, uh, some vision, some purpose, whatever it is, you put these stuff up around your house and you keep talking about it. What do you do? You're creating a pattern of life, right? You're creating a pattern of like these reinforcing uh, truths, these reinforcing promises, as, as you continue with repetition to behold them, you will continue to reflect them in your life, in the way you think, in the way you feel. You will literally become somebody totally different because, right, like if you could think about these Navy SEAL guys, they come in one way and you got to be- believe they come out different, mm-hmm. right? I mean, people who have been able to endure everything that they've endured, you don't, you don't come out the same, right? You come out stronger. You come out more confident. You come out more resolved. You come out with the ability to handle any situation. So this is who we're created to be. People who will continue to jam on regardless of what it looks like. So remember, when in doubt, Remember, remember why, remember where, why are you doing what you're doing? Where are you going and why were you going there? What was the thing that got you up and out the first time? What what was the reason that God brought Israel out of Egypt? It was to go to the promised land. Remember why and get back into it. My good peoples, thanks for kicking it with us. Till next time, peace.